0: All right, guys, welcome to another episode. Uh, we're going to wrap up this book today. Uh, Let the people pick the president. Uh, we have been talking about it for the last couple of days. And I think it is relevant and is appropriate due to the election, right? Coming up next Tuesday, November 3rd. Um, so t- today, I just want to kind of do a quick recap, right? Like, what would a national popular vote? looks like right what kind of a implication that it might have what kind of influences and that it might have far from you know the campaigning cell of a presidential candidate or from the local government and from the state government and i think it should be pretty interesting so um what would a national popular vote look like right i think it will be a lot more straightforward and it, it would take in the consideration for everyone right so so what I mean is um like you know utah is so rare right? it's uh, such a republican um dominant state and california is so blue right it's a it's such a dom- uh, democrat dominant state that In a sense, we have like at least 100 million Americans got disqualified from, you know, I don't want to say representation, but actually getting their issue heard, right? Now, secondly, the president could use the additional funds to address the needs from everyone, right? Not just the Midwest or the swing state, right? We're talking Pennsylvania, Florida, right? Or Ohio, Right, like the local government can really voice their concern and get notified or get noticed from the, you know, president to be, right? Like from the presidential uh, election that it will be more work for the uh, politician, don't get me wrong, but they were also going to be more battleground states, right? There are also going to be more people voting, and there's also going to be more people are trying to see what can they do to to like contribute right so it's has going to be a good thing where everybody can can have a say in and can can have an equal say in the vote that they're going to cast right like every 4 years or every 2 years for the midterms so the bottom line here is that 80% of the people don't live in a battleground state, right? That's 80% of the American uh, population and 20% of the American population gets to dominate this decision, gets to have more say in this decision. And I simply just think that it's not fair, right? And another thing is that, you know, we talk about the uh, national... Uh, popular vote interstate compact, right? I think yesterday or two days ago. Um, it's actually really interesting because that is a way that we can do, we can get there by voting right now, right? That is a way that we can get there by really see what's going on and then really bypass the winner take takeoff system. And we do that by voting, right? We do that by getting more young people to vote and we do that by... Trying to you know invigorate more voting than maybe let me put it like another way, trying to get undecided voter to vote right, and you know back in twenty sixteen right like lots of the you know a senior people that are all politically active, they voted for uh trump right like uh Florida. Right. Like whoever won Florida wins a presidency for the last, I don't know, like several elections now. And this is kind of similar because, you know, old people are very, very politically active while young people are not. Right. So we'll see this time around in a couple of days who, won, uh, who wins uh, f- uh, Florida, but it will be a really good indicator. And uh, we talk about Texas, right? We talk about Texas turning from red to blue. If Texas can turning can uh, can be turned, that is a good um, step to getting this um, 270 national vote interstate compact to work, right? Right now we are 74 votes short of the 270. So. In a sense, if we can bypass it, like, I don't remember how many votes that Texas had. I think 34 electoral votes. If we can add it on there, that would be a big swing in the um, compact's uh, favor, right? Um, I just think that, let's just assume that, right? Like, you know, um, Texas turn purple, I say twenty twenty four, maybe turn blue twenty twenty eight. Um, what that means is that, you know like Democrat will will be more in power, but will the Democrats uh hold on to the electoral college because that was actually quote unquote beneficial to them now? Who knows, right? Hopefully not. But um this whole deep dive on the Electoral College made me realize that, you know, before I think we kind of talk about this where I had an attitude before I, I, I read this book is that, you know, this has been working for the last hundreds of years. If we change this, then what will we change, right? Like a better question is what else will we not change? And I think the Electoral College can be the first issue where we can actually make the argument that it was reasonable back in the late 1700s, but it's not that reasonable in, a, you know, in 2020, right, in the 21st century, simply because the the uh, information is so fluid, like, it's so fluid right now, like we're living in the information age right now, we can get information within seconds, like we can know, you know, um, a lot of different breaking news within seconds, we don't really need to have this quote-unquote, in my opinion, outdated um, p- a political system where it's just old-fashioned, right? Like, I think nobody can argue that this system is not really keeping up, uh, keeping up with the times where I really do feel like we should treat this seriously and let everybody go vote. And just make sure that we can increase a lot of, you know, voter registration within the young people, right? And then really, really use this as a first step to bring the old practices from hundreds of years ago into focus and see if it really applies to what we're doing right now. And I do agree that we need to do that, you know, um, cautiously, right? Do that very, very mer uh, but this is not a blanket issue where oh yeah uh, every single thing that a founder father saying says are correct or wrong we need to take it case by case and i do believe that the electoral college is a good case that we need to really raise our focus and raise our concerns during our national conversation so we can in a way, support the National uh, Popular Vote Interstate Compact and then trying to bypass the National Popular, uh, the uh, Electoral College if we have a chance. All right, that's my two cents on the uh, situation. Go vote. And then uh, we go from there. All right, guys. Bye.